It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I have a question for you to start this show. How would you feel if one of your best friends would call you and said, you know, it's my partner's birthday in two weeks. Simon, what do you think I should give him or her? I mean, that question was asked by a dear friend of mine in Paris called Hervé. And Hervé I've known for, I don't know, 30 years uh, we went to law school together. We went out to clubs, which is, I mean, you know, and he's married and all that. And so I said to him, I was like so surprised by the question. I said, listen, if you have to call me from Paris after you've been married to your wife for 30 years and ask me what I think she wants, that means you don't pay enough attention to her and you should. And so that was my answer. And I did not give him any tips on this because I really believe, and that's the first tip of the show, that if you don't know your partner better than me who doesn't know her or him, Houston, we have a problem. Any other questions, though, call me 855-905-8255. If you've listened to The Rendezvous and you've heard other people's love story and you want to share yours, you, you are more than welcome to do so. Just call me now, 855-905-8255. Darcy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I know you have a kind of a unique love story to share with me tonight on air. Yeah. Um, when I was young, I, I was um, I didn't I didn't know how to swim, and mm-hmm. you know I stayed away from the pools and the beaches and anything like that, even class sports um, that involved anything with water. I just um, had that fear, uh-huh. and. Um, Actually, um, a little bit after high school, I met my sweetheart, and we ended up spending time together, and he invited me to the beach. And, you know, I was I was hesitant on it. I debated it. I didn't want to be embarrassed. And, but I really liked him, so I decided to go. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was vulnerable, and I ended up sharing that part with him. And I expected, you know, some snickering or maybe even judgment to not know how to swim at this point in my life. And... He was very patient with me, and we was like, well, you know, I'll teach you. And, um, oh. you know, it really caught me by surprise, Simon, and we spent a lot of time together, um, you know, beaches, pools, and it's just it's such a wonderful memory that I can't believe it all started in, you know, in the waves of the Pacific Ocean off the coast of California on those beautiful sunsets. It was, oh, it, yeah. it was amazing. That is, I listen, I have never listened to a story about swimming yet, so that I'm pretty impressed. And the patience he showed, what made you trust him? Um, just, you know, he, his patience alone just made me feel so open to him and so vulnerable. And um, he was I, his, he was just gentle about it. He was never judgmental or, or teasing, even, or, you know, even when we played together as, you know, as couples do, um, it was just, so it was also loving. It's just genuine. I see. Well, that's a wonderful story. Listen, I mean, next time I go on the Zuma Beach, California, or, or or Venice Beach, and all of that, I'll, I'll just think of you and him swimming in that old Pacific Ocean. How wonderful! Thank you so much for sharing that story, Darcy. I, I, I appreciate your phone call, and, and I wish you a good night. Thank you. You have a great evening, Simon. You have a wonderful night. Yeah. Thank you very much. You too. I'm going to go to my email next. I have a a dilemma. Somebody made a major mistake about a ring. That's coming up next. What can you do if you have a question, a dilemma, a problem, and you can't dial my number right now? Just email me your question and we'll get to it. Trisha, what is this mess about? 
Okay, so this email comes from Sahari that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sahari. My friend and I listen to your show all the time and she needs some advice. She -hmm. found out that the engagement ring that her fiancé gave her was the same ring that he proposed to his ex with. They never ended up getting married, so we got the ring back. And he didn't even consider that it was wrong to give that same ring to my friend. I told her that I would call off the whole thing because he obviously doesn't understand women or my friend at all, but she thinks that's kind of drastic. So we're wondering, what do you think she should do? Sorry, thanks for the email. Basically, if you find out your best girlfriend just got a ring that was used before as an engagement ring, would you say it's a deal breaker or not? I'll answer that next. What would you advise your best girlfriend if you found out that she received an engagement ring that was offered to somebody else before her? Would you tell her, call the thing off or tell him, change the ring or change the the diamond or change something and don't stop the wedding or the engagement? Um, That's the email Sari sent me. Here's my answer. Love and true love is more important than a ring. Therefore, I think, Sari, your friend should tell her boyfriend she knows that, you know, he was insensitive, but I don't want to stop a true love story because he made such a mistake. This is not cheating. This is ignorance. And let's say we all make mistakes. So how about we just teach him a lesson? He can buy a different ring or maybe, you know, exchange it or something and they can get married. We got to be on the side of love. So please be tolerant and help your girlfriend to be happy. All right. So good luck to you. And uh, you call the next 855-905-8255. Alana, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alana. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight? Well, my problem is that my boyfriend and I don't see eye to eye on finances. He's much more frugal, and I like to just enjoy life. And I feel like we're always fighting about money and what we spend. And I'm wondering, should I go along with him and just try to be more frugal or keep trying to convince him, you know, we should just enjoy life and stop worrying about every dollar? Okay. And when you say that, is that about restaurants? Is that about trips? What is it that you would like him to do or spend more money on? Well, I mean, sometimes it's just comforts around the house. He says, oh, why do you need to spend money on that. I mean, I like a nice body wash. I like to go out to eat and, you know, go to nice places. I like to have quality, mm-hmm. you know, things in the home. Okay. So here's here's maybe what we could do. It's called a compromise, you know, not an ugly word, compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think would be fair? So you know him well, you know him better than me. What would be the right compromise you would accept if he was listening to this phone call? What do you think is fair for both of you? Well, maybe we can decide, like, on certain things we can spend more, like I want to, and then on certain things we can spend less. Like, I could compromise with him. Like, he said, well, why don't we buy a bigger package of whatever to save money? Like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So here's the solution. How about, you know, you write down on a piece of paper each what you would like to spend more and less, each separately, and then you guys get together with your little piece of papers and, and then talk about it. And then, I love your approach. I'm willing to save more on this. Let's spend a little more on this. And transparency is wonderful. 
because at the end, you guys, it's your life, your money, and I love the idea to save because it's good to be safe, Alana, in tough times also, so you'll be happy of his philosophy as his girlfriend, maybe wife one day. At the same time, you're right, we live in the here and now, and I think it's good he learns from you to also enjoy life a little bit more. So just yeah. have this compromise, and then I think you will find the right solution. The best solution is always compromise, okay? Okay. Thank you, Simon. I hope that helps you guys. Have a good night. Okay, you too. Talking about money and, and relationships, one key question is when is it time to have joint accounts? When is it the right time to join your money into one? Let's talk about that next. If you're in a relationship, things are going well, and you both are working, making money, your own money, when do you think it's the right time to join finances, to just have one account for all expenses of the house. I feel that many, many, many fights in relationships are about money. And I'm sure you agree with that. It's just it's just the nature of the beast. And as people spend more, spend less. My last call, Alana said, you know, oh, I, I wish my boyfriend you know, spent more on, in life and he's more frugal. But to the question of when should we have finance together, to me, only, only when we are married. Why? Because I feel until we have decided to be married and to be together and have established, you know, all the trust uh, and partnership is the same. So it's not the marriage so much, but the fact that we've decided to spend the rest of our life together is then the time to do so. But there is a key condition to that. You want to know what it is? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. So what is the condition if you are together for a long time? And you want to have a joint account. What is it? Should you um, just be totally you know, relaxed with the fact that now you can spend each other's money fully and, or not? Should you ask permission before you spend money? And that's the condition I'm getting to. I believe that talking about what we spend together is the recipe for happiness. But never take for granted, even if we have a joint account, that your partner is okay with you spending no matter what money. That's the recipe for disaster. So I like the joint account if you feel for it at the condition that you talk and ask permissions to each other to spend big chunk of money. I'm not talking about buying groceries, of course. But so do you agree on the philosophy and the strategy of finance? Stable finance in a relationship helps the tree of love grow without limits. So that's my take. Any other questions, just call me now. 855-905-8255. Gemma, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gemma. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on tonight? So I have a friend that I've been hanging out with for about seven months, and we have a really fun relationship. We just have fun, hang out, watch movies, and, you know, just really enjoy each other's time together. And recently Mm -hmm. I've kind of developed more of, like, feelings for him. But I do know that he's just got out of a seven-year relationship, and he's not exactly over that yet. So I just have been finding it a little bit difficult to stay friends with him, and I don't really know what to do. I see. So you would say, Gemma, that the man you're seeing, uh, and when you say seeing, that I, I concluded that you also had ulala, right? It's like a, a full kind of a relationship. It's not just friends. Well, yeah, um, we have. Okay. Uh, ooh la la, <laughs> a okay. couple of times, yeah. Okay, so that, that's the difference. So you guys are really more in a relationship than just a friendship. But this guy's on the rebound because, like you said, he's been you know 
just recently separated after a seven years relationship. So do you see that he's like, just want to be friends with benefits? Or do you see, what, what do you think the problem is? Well, he's definitely not over his ex. Yeah, his ex, which makes sense. So you're wondering, should you stay or should you go, right? Yes. Okay, so let me ask you this. What, give me one great reason to stay with him right now. Just because I really enjoy our friendship and I just like enjoy his company. Okay, now what would be the worst reason to stay with him now? Being a rebound. <laughs> yes, that's the thing. You are the rebound. So the problem is with that, and I'm sorry to give you that bad news, is that this is a fight you cannot win. If okay. you stay with him, he's going to be totally fine and you're going to help him heal. It doesn't mean he's going to fall in love with you. Usually it doesn't happen like this. So it's a risk you may take. You say, okay, you know what? I'm going to work him and a year or two from now, you know, maybe he's going to fall in love with me. But the stats and everything else says, no, 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 you shouldn't. You have to find a man who has an available heart to love you back. Or you're the one giving, 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 giving. And at the end, you will say, you know, oh, I met somebody else. Because right now, he's on the rebound. Yeah. So now okay. that you know this, do you think you should stay? Or do you think you should just leave this guy? I think you're right. I should probably, I should probably leave. At least be friends, no more ulala. And you look for a man romantically that can give you 100%. Life is too short to just get 50% of it. Yes, okay. All right. Thanks for your call. Good luck to you. And there's a good man waiting for you out there. So that's the good news. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I just got a very interesting message on Facebook. Somebody's boyfriend needs to understand basic rules of relationship. Let's talk about that next. Stay with me. If you can't call me right now, but you have a dilemma, you have something on your mind, something you don't understand, always reach out to me by email or even like Facebook. You can send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what's this Facebook message about? So this message comes from Rhonda that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rhonda. Sometimes my boyfriend will point out another woman and comment on how smoking hot she is. Sometimes it's a celebrity or sometimes it's just a stranger walking by and it makes me feel really insecure. I don't want to be that girlfriend that says he can't look at anyone and I understand that it's normal to be attracted to other people, but I feel like my self-esteem gets lower every time it happens. He does compliment me too, but part of me feels like he doesn't see me on the same level of these other women. How do I explain this to him without seeming crazy or jealous? Rhonda, thanks for the uh, message on Facebook. If your boyfriend keeps telling in front of you, this woman is smoking hot, I'm going to tell you what to do next. Stay with me. So what do you think you should say if your boyfriend keeps talking about other woman as she's super hot, smoking hot, this and that, and not just about celebrities. Sometimes it's just strangers walking by and on and on when you guys go out and you feel insecure and, and you know, you feel like maybe, you know, your boyfriend, like, Rhonda says, doesn't see you on the same level than these other super smoking hot women, quoting Rhonda. So here's Rhonda, the news. He doesn't consider you as smoking hot. And it's a very passive aggressive that's going to break your self-esteem. So my advice on this one is to tell him to stop or you're going to leave him. It's not the way you should be treated. And if your man doesn't think you the smoking hot woman, then you, you should kiss your beautiful derriere goodbye and leave a man who doesn't 
respect you and doesn't think you are the diamond in his universe. That's my advice. Uh, any questions, call me, 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255. Any questions, even a doubt, something on your mind about your relationship, just call me at that number. Heidi, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Heidi, and welcome to The Rendezvous. What is up with you tonight? Well, I hope you can help me with a problem I'm having with okay. my husband. Um, we can't seem to get our intimate time on a common schedule. Oh. You know, I really like to do that in the morning, and my husband likes it at night. And so, mm-hmm. as a result, we're not doing a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So, yeah. I got to ask you, how did you do it at the beginning, like when you guys were just dating? I mean, did that appear at the beginning, or just just lately that things have changed? Well, at the beginning, you know, we'd be on dates. I mean, it was a whole different thing. It was before we had kids. It was, okay. and we both wanted to do it whenever we could. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course. So, um, what do you think is a fair compromise? I'm going to put myself in the shoes of your husband. So what would you offer as a compromise? Um, so I guess if we're going to, pl- like, we could pre-plan it. Because, you know, like, after I've eaten dinner and everything, I just feel fat and yucky and kind of tired. And so I'm not mm-hmm. in the mood for that, you know? I get it for you, but why your husband is not in the mood in the morning? Well, I think he feels like um, during the week... He's stressed about, you know, getting ready for work and everything. He feels like he can't really relax, like he needs to get going. And then on the weekends, he's always worried about the kids. I see. Okay. So, you know, the ooh-la-la is the, the energy that keeps also the relationship strong. If that dries out, you have major problems. So the compromise yeah. should be that go for it in the morning when you feel like it, just grab him and and I leave it the rest of your imagination. And at night, if... <laughs> <laughs> and at night, you know, just sometimes once once in a while, you know, go with the flow, whatever is on your mind. But my point is, I don't want you guys to stop having ulala because of timing, because that has terrible consequences over over time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank okay. you. I will. I will put forth renewed effort. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He will be a lucky man. Good luck to you with all that, and call me back if if we need a, a stronger compromise. But let's just go for that now and see how it goes. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you, you too. More Rendezvous is next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel and my thick accent is still French. I'm working hard with my English teacher, though. Anyway, um, I want to I wanna ask you something uh, important. Have you listened to my uh, latest episode of my podcast, La Confession, lately? More and more uh, listeners like you have taken the opportunity to reach out to uh, my social media, therendezvousshow.com, the website, and I've told my producers, uh, Jill and Trisha, listen, we uh, I have a story I want to speak with Simon or I want to confess something. And lately, the latest podcast I did was with Kristen, and you're not going to believe what Kristen did on her wedding night. It's just I didn't believe it either. But there was no judgment pass. It's surprising. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, listen to that podcast episode and think if you want to share something that touched you, good, bad, or ugly, it's all life and we learn from each other. So go to my podcast and check it out. 
I'll be back tomorrow. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.